Hello and welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. I'm Richard Lane and I'm delighted to be joined by TLRM's editor, Emma Granger, here to discuss the March issue. And Emma, we should say straight off, this is a special issue, isn't it? Yes, that's correct, Richard. Thank you for speaking to me today. Our March issue, as you mentioned, is our 25th issue since we launched the journal. And it has a special theme on tuberculosis. We're publishing the content in time for the World TB Day on March 24th. And we also hope to publish on World TB Day itself some additional related content. So please do look out for that. In this current issue, there are two tuberculosis-related articles. One that looks at the safety, immunogenicity and efficacy of MVA 85A, which is a TB vaccine. And that's in healthy adults that have got HIV infection. And another that looks at the use of sputum conversion, and that's at two months and six months. And as a surrogate marker for the end of treatment outcome in multidrug resistant TB. We also have three related reviews in the issue. One is a rapid review, our first rapid review, and that's on the latest research in TB management and treatment. We have a systematic review on TB as a cause or comorbidity of childhood pneumonia and a review on non-tuberculosis myobacteria in children and how NTM can muddy the waters of a diagnosis of TB. We also have our usual news and views pieces and these include a historical profile of Lynn Charles Albert Calmet and Jean-Marie Camille Gurin who developed the first vaccine against TB. And that's a vaccine which is still in use today. We also have a profile on Eric Goosby, who is a UN Special Envoy for Tuberculosis. 25 issues. It's, it's a bit of a landmark, isn't it? A bit of a time to look back and, and a time to look forward, I guess. Yes, that's exactly it. Hitting a milestone of 25 issues will seem quite a small target when you consider that in light of the age of the weekly Lancet Journal. I mean, that launched in 1823. But it has afforded my team and I the opportunity to take a pause and to reflect on how the journal has grown since we launched in March 2013. This growth has predominantly been as a result of the terrific and generous support we have had from the research community. So although we wanted to point out to listeners some of the interesting content that we got published in this special TB-themed issue, we also wanted to highlight the wide range of reviews and articles and news and views that we've published over the past two years. And this has really enabled our journal to grow from what was a fledgling idea that we had within the Lancet group to a journal that you see and hopefully you enjoy reading and listening to every month. And of course throughout the month we also have our rolling content. Our scope is broad and we've published on topics as far-ranging as asthma, MERS-CoV, mechanical ventilation and even delirium and that's just to name a few. So this was really our opportunity to thank all of the authors, reviewers and the advisory board for helping to formulate and evolve the journal over the past two years. I have to say it's really been a collaborative effort. So the highlights that we published in the journal over the past two years... These include our first commission last September on household air pollution. Now this is the number one environmental cause of death in the world and is responsible for 3.9 million premature deaths. So it's an important area to highlight and cast light upon. We have also been delighted to partner with other journals such as the Lancet Weekly and the Blue Journal. And that is at conference sessions at the ERS and ATS conferences. And that has been linked to content that we published in the journals. And finally, we've done a number of themed issues, not just the current issue, but other issues on cystic fibrosis and critical care. And what about future directions, Emma? Well, our aim has always been to have a strong clinical focus to the journal, and clinical trials have been, and will continue to be, a large proportion of the content we publish. They've traditionally made up about half of the articles that we publish. These articles are well received by our readers and can result in changes in practice. And we would therefore encourage listeners, if they have any trials that they think would be of interest to the journal, to contact the editorial team. We can quickly provide guidance on a paper's suitability within one to two days and offer a fast-track process for all research that is selected for peer review at the journal. And papers can be published online within four to eight weeks of submission. 
And of course, the journal is also constantly evolving to adapt to our readers' and authors' requirements. And the launch of our new website at the end of last year has afforded us the ability to be able to post up even more online content. And I would like to mention a new initiative that we'll be launching in a few weeks' time on our website. And this will be called an Interactive Grand Round. This is a web case including video and podcasts where clinicians can test their knowledge and diagnostic skills in a series of questions as you walk through the case, and which we hope will capture the interest of listeners and also be of some educational use. So please do look out for the first Interactive Grand Round in the next few weeks. Really interesting to look back and and to look forward, of course, as well. Very exciting time. Any concluding comments? Yes, I'd just like to say my editorial team and I have thoroughly enjoyed working with so many different people in respiratory medicine and critical care over the past two years. We would also like to thank our reviewers and advisory board members for all the time they've invested and the guidance they've provided and for allowing us the privilege of being the conduit to help authors evolve their work so that it is accessible to the largest audience possible. Our hopes are that such fast and clear dissemination of knowledge will help to tackle the truly depressing mortality and morbidity figures that we hear reported for chronic respiratory diseases from studies such as the Global Burden of Diseases Analyses that The Lancet has published. Through our authors' efforts, we also hope to improve outcomes and diagnosis management and treatment options for all those affected by respiratory disease or critical illness. Our aim is, and will continue to be, to push respiratory medicine and critical care issues into their rightful prominent place on international agendas by means of publishing the important work of our authors. Finally, we'd love to receive feedback and ideas for the future of the journal that listeners think we should consider, and we look forward to publishing the next 25 issues of the journal. Many thanks, Emma, and many happy returns. Happy 25th issue to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine, Emma. Thank you, Richard, and thank you for speaking to me today.